you are divine. Hello, my authentic seekers, and welcome back to Divine Authenticity. Happy time zone. I hope you're feeling good, and I hope that you are just... Uh, I hope you're just thriving. I hope that no matter where you live, whether it's the autumn equinox or the spring equinox this week, I hope that this Aries new moon is just hitting. Okay. Uh, I'm so excited to talk to you about it. Uh, let's get a little vibe check and then I'm going to talk to you about this new moon. So first of all, we are drinking a mocktail. Uh, this one I feel like is very good for getting into the warmer season. If you're, if you live in an area where it's like about to be spring, um, I just feel like this is maybe even more of a summer drink, but it just, uh, we had the perfect 60 degree day yesterday here. And I was like, dang, I am going to buy stuff for this tomorrow. And it was the right choice. So if you want to try this out, please leave some at the store for me because I told y'all about the power of seven purple juice and now I can't get it anywhere. It's sold out everywhere, but this mocktail, super easy. You could add like a little vodka or rum to it and it would probably be really good too. But if you're trying to keep it fresh and moisturized, you know, keep yourself hydrated. Uh, this is the way I'm enjoying it. So fill up a, I'm going to say like a 12 ounce cup with ice. And then, well, I do about half ice and then you fill the cup halfway up with watermelon juice. I like the hundred percent watermelon juice. If you can find it where that's all it is, is watermelon juice. Uh, but you can also use the simply brand. Uh, I know that one's pretty common. The only thing I will say about that is if you're trying to avoid more added sugar, they do add sugar cane to their juice. That's why it's not my favorite, but it would still taste really good. So if that's all you can find or like, also afford, I would say, cause I feel like that's like a more cost effective way to make this. Um, and also I want to say no shade on that. I know that I'm big on like no added sugar and like trying to find the option that is more nutritionally dense always. But I also feel like we need to make room for people that like, frankly, not everybody can afford to eat like that and eat or drink like that. And I think it's perfectly acceptable. Like if that's, if you want to make this mocktail and that's your treat, like that is more, more than acceptable. That is totally fine. If you want to get the simply watermelon juice, ain't nobody out here going to judge you. And if they do send them my way. Uh, but in any case, half of the ice filled glass with watermelon juice of your choice, and then half with sparkling water. And then you want to take either a quarter to a half, depending on how much you like of a fresh lime and squeeze the lime juice over top and drop the lime in. And it's just this like really refreshing watermelon limey deliciousness, but like slightly bubbly. And of course we're having it in like a fancy glass and I feel like I'm having a naughty little cocktail, but I'm not. So feels good. feels correct. It's perfect for the weather right now. And what else? I just cleaned my office, lit some candles. So that's a vibe. Um, we're having a good time. You know, it feels good to be here. It feels good to be, I always want to say in studio. <laughs> I don't have an actual like studio set, but if you want to get technical, my office is kind of made to be like the creative studio. Cause that's all this room is used for. So we're going to call it the studio. Okay. It's the divine authenticity studio. So we're in studio. It's the first time that I've been in here all week. Actually, I, I've had some out of state company at my house. One of my best friends from childhood is here. 
uh, visiting me this week. And it's been so nice to catch up, to sit on my porch in the sun and like laugh with my bestie. And uh, we've just, we've been having a ball. So I've not really been in my office too much over the last week. And I want to say I pre-recorded so many episodes of the podcast prior to that. So I also haven't really been in here too much, but it feels good. It feels good to sit down and have a little chat with y'all and drink my little mocktail. So let's talk about this Aries new moon. So number one, uh, this Aries new moon that's coming up. Okay. It's on the 21st, which the 21st is if you're listening to this, the day that it goes up, the 21st is tomorrow. So just remember that when it comes to new moon, if you want to like manifest or use the energy of this new moon for something, you can work with the energy of the new moon for up to three days. So you don't have to do anything on the 21st if you don't want to, or you don't have the energy or you're not feeling it. And it's like, okay to wait a little bit. So 21st Aries new moon moon is going to be, we know that because the moon is going to be in the constellation of Aries. And with that Aries is very like positive, abundant. It is the start of the Zodiac year. Many people don't know that, but Capricorn and Aquarius, they do not rule the Zodiac year. It's actually Aries. Aries is the beginning. So Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. So this is where we are feeling a lot more ignited, passionate, drawn towards creating new things, towards going after something intensely. Because Aries also really dives into things head first and goes after what they want without really, I would say they kind of throw caution to the wind. And being an Aries new moon collectively, we have this passionate ignition, this, this moment or this several days of feeling really ignited and ready to go full steam ahead. So this is going to be like really positive, abundant. Uh, it's, it's going to feel good. I feel like this is a very good new moon just in general. I feel like it feels positive. It feels uplifting. Uh, something that Marin Altman actually said, if y'all follow her, she's a wonderful astrologer, uh, that I really, really resonated with when I was looking at the chart for this new moon is that this energy is really supportive of helping you to not be insecure and like, if you want to go after something, but you've stopped yourself in the past, this new moon is really going to help you to like, stop feeling so insecure about it and just say like, fuck it, I'm doing it. So good. This is a good time for that. If you want to like launch something, boost something, uh, create something, like I said, or even just like regaining more passion and excitement and like joy for life. I feel like this is just going to feel good. You're going to be feeling very energized and revitalized. Um, and please remember that Aries does hit everybody's chart differently. So there might be like a specific area that it's hitting for you. I will cover that in detail on my Patreon with the Zodiac predictions that we do every month. Those are going to be coming out this week. So uh, if you're on my Patreon, just look out for that. Uh, link is always down below, of course. Now, the other things I wanted to mention for this week, because they're just kind of around this new moon is number one, we have Mars also leaving Gemini. And I don't know about y'all, but this energy has messed me up. Okay. Mars in Gemini for the last seven months, I have Gemini in the seventh house of partnership. I don't think I have ever argued more with my spouse in my life. Like, and we are like very like 
peaceful and harmonious. And for like 15 years, things have just like, I'm not saying we never fight, like that would be unrealistic, but we usually are just like a really harmonious duo. And when I tell you these last seven months, they have been messy friends. Um, we're doing great. Of course, like we always know how to come back together and like be conscious about things. But I just feel like they have been like, we've just been like starting shit for no reason. It feels like, and I'm so ready for Mars to get off my seventh house. Um, however, if you're like me and you were born in, it wasn't just 1991, but like a good chunk of 1991, uh, we had, we had Mars in the sign of cancer. That's what I was born under. Uh, and if you're like me, you're going to have your Mars return, uh, at a Mars return. I feel like this is the arc of like, you just kind of hit start the start button and the stop button is not available. <laughs> so it's also like big crybaby energy. You know, I always like to make the joke that, um, Mars in cancer, it like, it's not going to do shit. Like it's honestly, I feel like it's kind of debilitated there. Um, it doesn't like to be in the sign of cancer because cancer is like the soft, squishy underbelly, right? The soft, squishy underbelly, very emotionally charged. Um, I would know I have a cancer stellium in my chart, <laughs> but it doesn't, it's uncomfortable there, right? Mars is very aggressive and warlike and pushes forward. So I do feel like it's going to be a little bit more of a downturn in the sense that like, we might be feeling a little bit more like emotionally stimulated, but Again, I don't even think this is a bad thing. I honestly think it gives us a lot of forward momentum to work through harder emotions that maybe in the past really has kind of set us back. So I look at this as a good thing, whether you're going through a Mars return or not. I just think it's going to be lighter than having Mars in Gemini just really messing us up communication wise, because that's what Gemini does, right? Gemini is the communicator. So when we have Mars in Gemini, our communication is just like constant, like it's argumentative. It's picking fights. It's, and it's, it's annoying. Like there's no, I'm sorry if you have Mars natally in Gemini, but like, it's annoying. It's annoying energy. So I'll be, I'll be happy to see that kind of move away, um, for a little while. Uh, we also have from the 23rd. So right with this new moon as well until June 11th, uh, we have Pluto just kind of moving into Aquarius for a little bit of a preview. Now, if you don't know what Pluto and Aquarius is like, or Pluto in general, just Pluto, let's start with Pluto. Pluto is our planet of transformation, death and rebirth. We have had Pluto in Capricorn for the last, like, I don't even know. I don't think it's been quite 20 years, but a long time. Okay. It's a very long transit, but with Pluto in Capricorn, it's a death and a rebirth of Capricorn elements, right? So this is going to be like, to me, it has a lot to do with like structure, politics. Um, it could be government. It also could be just like big mega corporations, rising, falling, death, rebirth of that um, currency, right? Uh, you know, and we've kind of had a long stretch of this. I mean, the recession, at least for the U S I can talk about that. Cause I was here for it, uh, in 2008, right. That was part of this. That was part of that Pluto in Capricorn energy. So Pluto moving into Aquarius, it's not fully moving into Aquarius until next year, but we get this little preview and while this is going on, this is a transformation of, 
authenticity. It's a transformation. I feel like we might see more like of a tech boom, uh, just because Aquarius does rule technology and authenticity. We're going to see like a boom of those things. Um, Remember that these are slow moving transits though. So this isn't like we're going to wake up tomorrow and like AI is going to take over. It's literally like a 15 to 20 year transit. And it takes a lot of time to like death and rebirth in those areas. So just remember that when it comes to Pluto, I actually think this is going to be a good thing. I mean, it depends on where Aquarius is in your chart. Um, for me, I do have Aquarius and Saturn, so not super or Saturn and Aquarius. So not super in love with that. Uh, but, uh, I know that for me, I have Capricorn in the second house. So Pluto getting off of my finances will be lovely and it's going to be moving into my communication, my ability to communicate and how I do it. So, just know that it's a long thing, long process. And I do feel like it's going to be good though. I feel like, honestly, I don't, I don't want to say it's going to be good or bad. It will just be something new. I feel like both Capricorn and Aquarius can be a little bit harsh. Uh, cause like even with Saturn going through Capricorn and then going through Aquarius, they're a little bit harsh, right? So I do feel like maybe even in like 15 to 20 years when Pluto moves into Pisces, it might be a little gentler. Again, it just kind of, it's like, to me, it's kind of like pick your problem though, because every sign has something that it's hard to death and rebirth that. So I feel like it's not, but it's neither good nor bad. Like it's subjective to the person and your own chart as well. But those are like the major notes of this week. Ultimately, I think this new moon is going to be good. I think we're going to be feeling good. I think we're going to be feeling recharged, vitalized, uh, revitalized. We're going to be feeling more creative and ultimately just have more like steam to push forward on anything in your life, your, your health, your routines, your creativity, your business pursuits, your relationships, right? I just feel like we're going to be getting a boost and we're going to be feeling a lot less insecure about things. So I love it. I think it's going to be beautiful. I know this episode is a little bit shorter and uh, I'm really excited about next week's episode, but uh, just because I have company here this week, I just wanted to kind of get in, give you the updates and then carry on. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Please, please, please use this full moon to its, or this full moon, I'm sorry, this new moon to its fullest. And also, I just want to say, even if you are like, I'm not really feeling like setting intentions, I'm feeling tired or what have you please be kind to yourself. You don't have to set intentions with every single new moon. It's okay to miss some or miss multiple or to show up six months down the line when you're ready to set new intentions for your life. So, um, just, I want all of you just to feel seen and know that you're appreciated and valued and loved. And you can just notice this new moon if that's where you feel like you're at right now. In any case, I love you so much. Please do not forget when you stand on your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And uh, don't forget to check out the Patreon if you want to support the podcast. And I will talk to you next Monday. All right, bye.